Jota, brilliantly acrobatic save. Shaka's corner, Sheeran! Starting with an attacking player in the second half, just as the ball kicks off, DJ sticks running with the ball. DJ sticks past DJ Stones, wow, DJ Stones run past Leonel Messi, runs past Cristiano Ronaldo, passes to Fernandino, Fernandino passes back to DJ Stones. DJ Stones takes a shot and he misses, but DJ sticks is there for the rebound and he hits it in, and wow! That right there, ladies and gentlemen, is classic play, and this is the VAR show. Welcome everybody. Welcome to another exciting, exciting installment of the V A R Show with your host that does the most. Yeah. The one and only mm-hmm. the rising star oh. DJ Stone. Rising Star. Yeah. Damn. I and know I'm him? rising too, but I'm rising. Okay. And with him is the established star. <laughs> The risen star, the star that's already up, and he is ready to shine. stay up. Oh, to shine! That was a nice one. DJ Sticks. What would he do without me? Everything <laughs> he can do and more. <laughs> and boy, do we got a good, good, good show for you today! An incredible show. An incredible. Full of surprises. Yeah, like this one that we will speak about after these tunes. Yeah. Enjoy. Oh, 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 
and stay entertained on Active FM, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, LinkedIn, Spotify, Anchor, and everywhere else. Engage with us, like posts, comment, share them out, retweet, and repost. Spread the word. Active FM. Radio. 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 Has never been better. Better. Oh, we are back. Mm-hmm. We're ready to kick it like a football. Get it? We like a fo- ready to bend it like Beckham. Yeah, I watched the Beckham documentary. I did too. Nice. I finished it. I didn't finish it. I finished stopped, it. I stopped after the whole United thing was done. So wow. you know, after he won the treble. Okay. So we don't care about you anymore because you don't play for United. No, because he went to PSG. But that was the last chapter. Yeah, I didn't watch that. You don't like him? Okay. It's all right. 
That's right, we're not here to talk about David Beckham. <laughs> we're here to discuss a situation that's happening. Something very big that's happening in the football that world. That we're all seeing and witnessing. In and our very uh, eyes. Um, I think we might have a new Leicester City. I don't think it's a Leicester. It's a Man City. It's a Man City? Yeah. No, 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 no. I feel you see, like with Leicester, what was Leicester's story? Leicester's story was they, they defied the odds and they became Premier League champions. And then what happened after that? And then there was a slow decline. I don't think there was going to be a decline in this team. I think what we're seeing now is just... What we're seeing now is literally the what, start. what you're seeing with Newcastle and what you saw with the... What you call it? With Man City in 2016, 2015. When did y'all... When, when, when was the, the first time you won the league? 2011. But yeah, like around that time. With was it Mancini? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, this yeah. is basically what we're seeing the side. When the takeover happened. Yeah. But here, the, the interesting part here is that there is... Technically, there's no takeover. Well, te- technically there is. But who are we talking about? I realized uh, we we're going to introduce the person, but now we're speaking more about them <laughs> than introducing. We're speaking about none other than the Catalonian giants. The new <laughs> Catalonian <laughs> superpower, Girona. Who, if you don't know, are basically, you know, just basically on a shallow level, tearing up the league in Spain. I think they're going to become my new favorite side. And only for the fact that most of the Man City supporters I know support Barcelona. So now they're going to know how it feels when a City group team is, team dominating. is dominating and they're in your, di- your, your, your area. So I think Corona is going to probably become my new La Liga team. And they are second in La Liga behind to only of Real Madrid. Of but, but take note, they, they, they have the same points. Yeah. The only difference is seven goals. Which Madrid obviously has over them. So, same points with Real Madrid. They've only lost once this season. Mm. They've lost once, drawn three times, and won a staggering 15 times in Damn. 19 games. And what's so interesting about this club, so as you guys heard, um, it is bought by the City Group. But it is, while it is a takeover, per se... Mm-hmm. And why I'm saying it's a takeover is that so the club is owned 44.3% by the City Group and it's owned by 44.3% by Pere Guardiola's Girona Football Group, right? Which is Pep's brother's uh, football group, I guess. So Pep's brother is involved. And then the remaining shares goes to the fans, right? And the reason why I'm saying, and to me it looks like a takeover, is that uh, Pep Guardiola's brother so I'm just going to say Guardiola you guys know which Guardiola <laughs> I'm talking about Guardiola acquired a 16% stake in 2017 becoming the chairman of the club in 2020 right so what it looks like to me is either it was a hostile takeover where they got another bidder to join him yeah. and then they took over the club they were able to then buy the remaining part of the club hmm. and that normally is something that happens in the business world yeah, and then just to just to let you know, the takeover happened in August 2017, the City Group takeover. Mm. So the project has been slowly picking up, picking up. And the nice thing about also being involved in in your in your City Group is that you have access to more players for less, basically. Yeah. So players in the City Group network. So playing for I think one of the clubs or the academies, but you have access. From what I know, you have access to. 
Yeah, it's like, like, it's, like being, it's like being involved in the, the, the Red Bull Association, you know? Yeah. Where you you have, like, you look at the amount, uh, what's this guy's name in RB Leipzig, their, their striker, Benjamin Seko. Oh, yes. He came from Salzburg, you know? Um, and that's how, things, that's how things work. But anyway, so, as much as there's so much involvement between them and Man City, you know, they still, it brings up a new problem. So currently, Girona is second in the the league, and Man City is in the top half. I don't know the exact Man number. Man City second. Man City second. That's right? one. So meaning that if if they both make it to UEFA, there's actually a rule that is there to prevent any club that is that that any club that is owned by the same people cannot be in the UEFA Champions League together. That's true. Yes. Whoa. So what does that mean? So the apparently the, the Red Bull group found a legal loophole, which is why there is Leipzig and Salzburg, and also the way it's kind of run, it's kind of autonomously. But so they found like a little loophole. But I don't know if that loophole will apply to oh, the city group. To the city group. Okay. And if so, I'm very interested to see what it entails. Do you think it's fair? I understand why it's there. Why? Because think of it this way. Let's say now you have Man City versus Girona in the semifinals. Match fixing. How to show you there's no match fixing involved. Okay. That don't make sense. You don't know because e- either way. You know. Now imagine imagine if, if Girona and City end up in the same group. Now City needs to lose a match in order for Girona to make it through. So you can't fully trust. You can't trust what the outcomes of stuff will be. In other words. Hmm. So I think it's quite a fair rule. But I think there needs to be a limit to to it. You know, you can't now because they own like 44-44. You know, yeah. the city group doesn't own 44% of the of Manchester City. And I wonder why they didn't change it to Corona City. Because we want to keep the, the, the origin. The other original name is still there. No, we don't. We don't change names. Yeah, do. No, we don't change names. New York City. Why did we change it to New York City? New York City is New York City. No, it was not always called New York City. It was called something else. Oh. There's also another club in that 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 the City Group owns in um Australia. They added the word City to it. Yeah, but there, those clubs aren't. You know what I'm saying? Oh. Amount of history. There's that no the history. Well, the, 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 the club, club is old, but there's no history to it. You see, Girona, you know, it's been there, man. It's, it's Girona, you know. So just just keep it the same. <laughs> Manchester City, the same. So something interesting is uh, Perry Guardiola's journey in football started from a Nike executive to a, a leading football agent to the chairman of a rising La Liga club. So this showcases the deep involvement and influence he has in the sport. Oh. That's that that's that's quite a resume. Yeah. The fact that I haven't heard of him is quite sad. It's quite sad. Yeah, so, no, but it's one of those, you know, like unless people unless why well, unless you 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 united, but a lot of people won't really know who like Ed Woodward was, you know. People won't really know who what's his what's the Man City CEO guy called? Uh, shake what's what oh yes something uh, something i forgot his name and i asked me going to look for it 
I'm also going to go look. Yo, shake. Chic Mansour or something like no, that. No, that's the owner. It's. <sighs> I don't know why I keep doing this to myself. Are you, Carl, are you saying the Carl, chairman? Carl Don Al Mabarak. Yeah, Mabarak. And um, and he's one of the executives for for Man City. And then, and then Gary Cook uh, has has been. The CEO since July 2008, after he was previously one of Nike. Where did they all come from Nike? All come from Nike. <laughs> and now you see, so a lot of people don't actually know these guys. I don't know, I just didn't go into the, the site. They have them all here. Mm-hmm. So the current CEO is Ferreran Sorino. I think I said the name right. Yeah. Hell yeah, guys! I'm getting better. See, I'm getting better. Sorry, if you were here from the beginning, you'd be very proud of me. <laughs> but you see, people don't generally know the the background, guys. You know, and that's what what's interesting about this. And it's even like, and it, it ties very much with the rise of of Girona. Is what people don't understand about football is that also the what happens in the background, the people who run your club, p- plays a huge role in um in in the success of your club. It's not just what's happening on the field, but it's what's happening on the day-to-day. And, you know, I think the people who really understand this the most is the people who um, who, who are, are locals to the club, you know. So if you look at, like, international Everton players versus local Everton players, you know, your local Everton players are more likely to know this information, you know. Mm. Um, but it's very important. It's very, very important because you look at, and I tell people, you look at Man- Newcastle. The Newcastle team hasn't changed that much from when uh, Steve, what's his name? Is it Steve Bruce? Yes. Was Steve there. Bruce. It hasn't changed that much. It's not a, a it's not like a, 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 a Chelsea where there's 11 new players. Wipe, yeah, wipe out. You know, you look, there's still Joel Linton in that team who was struggling under Bruce. Mm-hmm. But new owners come in, gets the right coach, they have a sense of identity, and now look. Mm-hmm. And the team is called Melbourne City. Oh, okay. Yeah. I still stick with my... If the, if the club is a significant amount of history, we leave, we leave the name. Okay, they leave the name, not we. They leave the name. We leave the name. So you work for the City Group now? No, 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 no. <laughs> but yeah, so even with Corona, you know, the, the owner of the club, uh, Pere Guardiola, you can see that he has a background in football. He understands how football works, you know. And... It's not, and it's one of the issues with United where people are like, no, but United spends money, you know, United makes deals. But we had people who ran the football side of the club like a business. Yeah. And, and, and you could see it by the deals we made. We made some of the deals didn't make sense. Yeah. How the deals were handled didn't make sense. For sure. And you look at this team and one, it's some, they, they follow the, a very similar pattern to um, what, the, like you see with Man City, their number one striker, their top goal scorer, number 11, right? I'm going to get DJ Stones to say the name for me because I'm tired of suffering on, 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 on the show. My goodness me. So the striker which has 11 goals, Artem Dovbeck. So Dovbeck, I'm not going to say the name. Dovbeck, guess what team Dovbeck comes from? I have no clue. I have no idea. 
Okay, guess the league. Uh, Austrian league. No. Nope. Uh, he comes from SK Dni Pro One. Whoa, is that? Where is that? It is in the top tier. I believe this is the Ukrainian league. The Ukrainian league. Yep. Okay, he is a Ukrainian uh, player. Player. My goodness me. And he scored 11 goals this season. In La Liga. In La Liga. Wow. Not that hard, but anyway. Their top arrivals um, this cup this past season, right, has been a 7 million center forward, right? Eric Garcia coming in from loan. Mm. Um, Jan Solis, who came from Brazil. Savio, who's, a, who's on loan from a French team, and then a central midfielder coming in from Man City. Wow. Young, yeah, Yangel Herrera. Yangel Herrera. That's nice. And they're following basically that same thing from, from um, Man City, where there's not, you know, there's not a lot of high-profile players that are coming in. It's like low-key. Like the most high-profile pro- high player that has come in the 2023-2024 season is David Blind from, ba- from Bayern Munich, but he came on a free. Yeah. He's the most experienced. Mm. The former Man United player that you guys let go. For what reason, we don't know. I will never know. <laughs> and they've built themselves out such a, such a very good squad. But you know what makes that squad so good? Yeah. It's none other than the man, the myth, the legend. Who? One of the best, one of the best modern managers I've seen. And not because of his past work. I don't know his past work. It's because of his current work. None other than Miguel Sanchez. I skipped the other one because I can't say it. Minos, also known as Mitchell. Mitchell. That's like such a weird AKA. <laughs> and um so what's so he's he's forty eight. I think that's a forty eight years old. That's a that's a good age. That means he's just got started he just got into um management. Management. Mm. And um what's been crazy about him is his playing style. So he opts for the four one four one, right? But what's very interesting mm. what's very interesting about the way he plays, right? Um, just to quickly go through his previous, he started managing. He retired in the 2012-2013 uh, season. Last club he played for was Real Vallecano, right? And then he managed in the 2012-2013 season for uh, Real Vallecano's um, academy. Wow, you went then, straight into management. Then he went into... Then he managed the actual, the actual side, then he managed SD. I'm going to give it to you to say the, sec- the second last team, the team he came from. That would be uh, Huesca. So he then went Huesca. to Huesca and then he was at Corona. Now, what's so crazy about the way he plays, he's like, he plays what Pep plays, but on a different level, like on a, on a whole new level. Because basically how he sets up, so he sets up in his normal formation, right? And I'm not going to go into too much depth. I'll probably 
dedicate a show to the to this coach because his coaching is actually crazy. Mm-hmm. But most players are, are very well adept adapt like they can adapt to another playing like another position and what they need to do in that role. Yeah. So you literally sometimes see a left back playing center mid. Not just a left wing, as in like they're center mid. Wow. And you know that's it's been so crazy and the, how they they end up and you look at some of the goals they like they, they it looks like a new level of tiki taka if I can say. You know how they produce the goal, how the the simplicity that there's no rockets from 30 uh, you know they're not countering you they make the goals they make the goals happen as you watch and it's all because of the way they've like if when when city loses pip i wouldn't be shocked if this is the next man city the mix mix man city coach yeah and he's doing it and not not to downplay the talent that's there right not to downplay as as we've seen this season the second in la liga but he's doing it with with that, with those players. With those players. Yeah. He's not doing it with the lights of, you know, Bernardo Silva. He's turning them, and I like I love that he's doing what Pep does. He's turning them into a Bernardo Silva, you know. He's making them. Whereas Bernardo Silva was in Monaco before this. Yes. He was. They didn't get before him City. from PSG or Madrid or one of the big guys. Mm-hmm. You know, you look at Julian Alvarez. He's becoming a Julian Alvarez. He's becoming a household name. Finishing football at the age of 21 or 21. You know? <laughs> and they're good players. So, like, even the Girona players, they're good players. But if, if they carry on under him, he's going to make them great players. It's like there's a lot of good players that come into City and stay good. Mm. And there's a lot of good players that come into City and they become great. And this is, gonna be, this is a debatable one, and people will debate about this. You look at somebody like Sane. Sane is a good footballer. Yes. He's not a great footballer. Why? Because he left. Yeah. If he had stayed. If oh he had stayed. Oh, my goodness. He would have been a great Ooh, footballer. Would have been so good for us. But he left. Because he wanted that. And this is one of those managers that I can see turns good players into great players. My name is Jose Mourinho. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> And why? Because he allow he teaches them adapt adaptability, which is very important. Mm. Yeah, no, this is pure pure tactics. Like everything is set up, organized. Like another manager, manages. I think we need to do a series this year where we go through set, like managers and how they they play because how they set up. Yes. Because another manager who's doing the same is um, Xavi Alonso at, uh, at Leverkusen. At Leverkusen. Yeah. And you look at the results when you play adaptable football where people are just adapting and you know they're not one track this is what i do i just run up here i run back down i run up here my job but when you have them playing an adapting type of football you know you're going to get results first in the bundesliga again yeah and you look at someone that's something ten Hag is trying to do at united but they just they can't do it and that's why we're struggling and that's, I think, is the next phase of football where you're going to find a lot of these left backs that can play center mid, they can play center defense, they can play, they can freaking strike. I think that's where we're going to have a lot of Kamavingas, let me say. It's also good for like your opposing teams because they don't know how to plan for that. Yeah. But yeah, we'll go more into depth on another show. But as for the show, we are signing out. Peace. See you soon. Active FM Radio has never been better.